and welcome to the Doing Box Wrestling Podcast. How are you today? I am here in the DWD BWP Central and I am here to talk to you about Chris Jericho, I'm talking to you about AEW, I'm talking to you about Bailey, I'm talking about Kate Velasquez, and we Ember Moon, uh, Celeste Young, the results of all weeks, uh, Claudia Biona, I'm telling you about Vince McMahon, who's a dickhead. I will tell you about some individuals and some individuals you want to be the next the NFL, and I will tell you about giving you a recipe fail on the brilliant, brilliant, brilliant Tessa fucking Melanchard. And also, there's a new IWGP US heavyweight champion crowned. So, in case you forgot though, just in case, I am the cheese and your burger, your favorite wrestler's favorite podcast, the iOS candidate, the physical embodiment of Red Sea Biscuits. The Bono of us and podcast and the most entertaining man in day, Mr. Iris Canrana, demo podcast, the 20 minute man, the main event, I've sent a few decent tweets, the king of podcasts, the beast, Demo Craig. So first, Chris Jericho has given credit to New Japan for rejuvenating wrestling. So we did an interview recently where he has given credit to New Japan for rejuvenating and remaking wrestling. And he said, it did start with New Japan. Jericho stated, uh, I'm not putting much credit into myself, but when I did the Tokyo Dome show with Omega, the New Japan World subscriptions went from 35,000 to 100,000. It was because people wanted to see that match. If you were a wrestling fan that paid attention to more than it would be as a result, people still started checking out to see Jericho versus this guy. But they also saw the Young Bucks, Okada, Kota Ibushi, Juice Robinson, Hangman, Page, Taichi Naito, and all these other guys. So the New Japan became very hot. It um, it it came to the states. They were selling out. They were familiar with these cast of characters. Then when the Tony Khan thing came up in AEW, you know, kind of, it all kind of came from these characters from New Japan. So obviously Chris Jericho. Obviously I agree with him. You know, it all really did start. This whole evolution did really start with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, next, Bailey is the new SmackDown Women's Champion. So Bailey's a heel now. Yeah, full blown heel. Um. She came out with her as high entrance. She came out with the. And she just killed the Bailey buddies. Just sad, they Bailey buddies. Uh, no, they're fun. Terrible. But Bailey killed them. Uh, there's new music played at the end when she won. Beat Solid Flair uh, with a roll up. And Bailey is the new SmackDown Women's Champion. So good for her and good for her to go full. Finally, fully heal because that's what Bailey needed for a long time a complete character change. And now Bailey's heal and now everyone is happy. Next, Kane Velasquez signs multi-year deal for WWE. So Kane Velasquez has retired from MMA to go straight into WWE. Um, and he's going to obviously face Brock Lesnar at Saudi Arabia, so I'm going to be asking is fuck that. Fuck Saudi Arabia. Um, but Brock Lesnar versus Kane Velasquez for the WWE title at uh, Saudi, so whatever. Um, but so that is good. And it's brilliant for WWE that he's signed a multi-year deal. Um, because he's brilliant, obviously, and um, so Cain Velasquez is brilliant. Cain Velasquez is really cool, and Cain Velasquez is hopefully going to kill Brock Lesnar. Next, Ember Moon injured with Achilles injury. So this is pretty shitty. It's a city side of wrestling, apart from doing shows in Saudi Arabia. Um, Cain, I mean, someone gets injured. Ember Moon is has known has been injured. Is now injured with an Achilles injury and could be gone for at least a year. It sucks because Ember Moon has never really reached her potential on the main roster. She's never really got to that ceiling yet. And I fucking love Ember Moon and I think she's brilliant. 
I do personally think that Ember Moon has never really made it. She's not a women's champion yet. She's not being fucking. God no, it's just not not getting a mean. It's not being a meaningful, meaningful rivalry. It's horrible. What the main roster does to NXT wrestlers. It's just dreadful, to be honest. And I um, just, yeah, it's just kind of annoying, isn't it? So next. Uh, Taz is the guest commentator on this week's AEW Docs. If you watched AEW Doc last week, yeah. So if you watch um, AEW Doc, you will find you will now know that Taz, uh, obviously former WWE, ECW, WCW legend will be guest commentating on this week's AEW Dog. Is that a sort at WWE? Possibly. It could possibly be a sort at WWE, which is brilliant in my eyes. Next, the ROH held their glory by honor so recently, and this is the result. So we have Kelly Klein winning the Woman of Honor title ROH glory by honor, which is kind of like the Woman of Honor is kind of like a the women's division of Ring of Honor, which is great because Angelina Love is a shit wrestler and so the Blissey should have never held the title, so never beat Kelly Klein. Um, when Kelly Klein is when Kelly Klein's the best wrestler in the fucking Ring of Honor, when Kelly Klein is one of the boy the best women's wrestler in Ring of Honor. Uh, Angelina Love should never beat her, she's shit, she's horrible and she's just she's just done. So I'm happy Kelly Klein's the women's champion again. Uh, next, Sailor Young defeated Big Daddy Yum Yum. Wow. Uh, Jay's father, Boo, Jay's father, Boo Kiao Dao, Matt Lancey, Brian Johnson, Saheem Ali, LSG, Josh Woods, Red Taylor, Spurs City Bruiser, Brian Malonis, Cheeseburger, Kenny King, and Joe Henry to gain a world title sword. PCO defeated Dalton Castle in the, fin- in the final battle in the Boeing Nintendo Tournament semifinals. Molly Skull defeated Jay Lethal in the, fin- in the other semifinal of the final battle. Uh, number one contender tournament. St. Taylor defeated Jay Spade uh, to retain his ROH TV title. Kelly Klein defeated Anthony Love, as obviously I've already said it for the Rent Woman of Honor title. The Briscoes defeated Luke and PJ Hawks to retain the ROH tag titles. Lifeblood defeated Villain Enterprises. Uh, Roos defeated Celis Young to retain his world title. Alex Sally defeated Jonathan Gresham. And PCO defeated Molly Skull. To win the world title tournament finals, where he will now go on to face Roos. This is just gonna be horrible. Modest goal should have won. Uh, Vin- next, Vince McMahon sees big things in Lacey Evans and management are very high and hot. This is this is just kind of sad because well, that's actually good because Lacey's got better. I'll admit that Lacey has got far better at wrestling than what she was at the start. Lacey has gone absolutely brilliantly, and I'm proud of it and I'm happy for it, but. If women like Ember Moon, Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, Natalia, uh, who else? Um, Dakota Kai, uh, Rhea Ripley, uh, fucking hell, uh, Candice LeRae, Bianca Belair, Io Sarai, all these other women who should get chances, and you fucking give it to bloody um, Lacey Evans. It's kind of stupid, isn't it? Isn't it? It's kind of stupid. It's kind of stupid. It's kind of stupid. Next, Sasa Banks reacts to a WWE 2K20 agent which is 80 and says, 80, that's why I said no to your stupid commercial. 
Okay, listen to this, right? Sasa Banks was gone for most of 2019, which is most, or most of the year, which is most of when W2K uh, raid their people. So if Sasa Banks was gone, they can't raid her. So honestly, she needs to be sexy or something. Sasa, you're just a stupid, worthless, whiny little bitch. And you, you honestly just don't deserve anything higher than 80, because you're fucking shit at wrestling. You injured Paige, you ended Paige's career, you're fucking terrible. I don't care what Snoop Dogg tells you, I don't care what Vince McMahon tells you, you're fucking terrible Sasa, and I fucking hate you, and you're just a horrible, horrible wrestler, so don't bitch about your rating when you were gone for most of the year, right? Good on you. Next, some individuals inside WWE won't have with the NFL adverts being played during the WWE draft. So obviously, a few individuals who remain unnamed uh, were unhappy with the NFL adverts during the WWE draft. This is I can see it, but also can't see it because also there's going to be adverts during live shows. There's always adverts, so it's kind of stupid. But also with another sport, uh, obviously Vince McMahon, XFL, NFL. He's just like, oh, let's see what I would do like in the NFL. So it's stu- sort of stupid, but can also kind of understand it. Uh, next, John Moxley has been stripped of the IWGP US title due to the fact that because of the typhoon, he could not make his uh, scheduled title match against Juice Robinson, which now means with the meant that Juice Robinson would face Lance Archer for the IWGB US title. Who who won that? I'll tell you later on. Next, the Wrestle Kingdom main the Wrestle Kingdom main event has been set as Okada will now face Kota Ibushi for the IWGP heavyweight title. And this is gonna be absolutely brilliant. It's gonna be class, I cannot wait. Um Okada is a great wrestler, Abusi is a great wrestler, so it's going to be class, it's going to be absolutely brilliant, and I cannot, cannot wait. Next, there was a new IWGP US Heavyweight Champion, as I said always, and as I said earlier, and the winner, and the crown new champion is Lance Archer, and uh, he beat Juice Robinson in a pretty good and pretty metal, pretty mental match, so that is fucking good for... Uh, that's also because see he is one of the best wrestlers come out of New Japan for the past few years. He has improved so much. He had such a great showing in the G1 climax. And um happy form. Happy form, happy form. So next we have that David Finley returns. This happened kinda after the IWGP US Heavyweight title match. Uh, after Lance Alter was attacking Juice Robinson more. Finley came out, hit Archer with the cutter. And now, and there's now the new IWGP US, or not, sorry, the new IWGP US heavy champion is Lance Archer, but now it looks like David Finley has put his name in the pot to face him in his first title match, which is great because I love David Finley. He's a son of uh, Fit Finley, who's Iris, so David Finley's Iris, that's pretty cool. Next, Mike Kanellis has requested his release from WWE. Um, yeah, so Mike Kanellis put up on Twitter, it's a long kind of list of notes. Long written thing about his uh, him requesting his release from WWE, which I can understand because he was treated horribly. He was one of the best wrestlers WWE had in the ring. He was uh, he's an absolutely brilliant wrestler, and they treated him like shit. Put him in dumb angles, and it's fucking horrible how they treated him. But um, it's good for him. Maybe he to, maybe he can him he can reunite the kingdom of him, Maria, and Michael and Matt Taven. I'd love to see that in AEW. Um, because obviously I think Taven's leaving Ring of Honor. I would not go to WWE Taven. We all know how they treat Ring of Honor wrestlers like absolute dog shit. Um, so yeah, good on you, Mike. 
Next, WWE have officially changed the name of Chad Gable to Saudi Gable. Like, why? Just why? 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 Why would you fucking change the name of your podcast? Of, of not, not my podcast. Of your wrestler from Chad Gable to Saudi Gable. It's, I'm not going to say that on this, but it's obviously just WWE don't care about Chad Gable. WWE don't care about their fans. And WWE are just the biggest pile of wankers that ever existed. It's such a toxic place now, and it's just shit, and it's absolutely horrible. And yeah, just fuck you, WWE. Technically, fuck you. Next, uh, you wonderful people, uh, Dasa Colette, formerly known as Dasa Fuentes in the WWE, has signed with All Elite Wrestling as a Spanish announcer. So this is cool because Dasa was one of my favourites. So he got fired from WWE for no reason, really. Um, it's Vince account, and uh, he's now a Spanish announcer for All Elite Wrestling. It's brilliant. Uh, uh, so good for you, Dasa. Next, uh, this, if anybody news before the wrestler put fell on the best wrestler in the world, aka Tessa Blanchard. Dasa, uh, Bruce Pritchard has replaced Eric Bischoff as executive producer of SmackDown. So this broke out yesterday. Uh, so put in the podcast today. Uh, but Bruce Pritchard has replaced Eric Bischoff as the executive producer of SmackDown. Um, and it has... So, and this is weird, because you know, Eric was only in a month. Um, so it's crazy that uh, he's already been replaced, but he is a bit of a cunt, to be honest. So and Bruce puts it as far more better knowing of the wrestling business and far more better understanding of the wrestling business. And that's far more better smarts to the wrestling business, to be honest. Next, I'm going to give you a wrestler profile on Tessa, Tessa, Tessa Effin Blanchard, the best wrestler in the world, regardless of gender. Next, so see, her name is Tessa Blanchard, she's from Charlotte, North Carolina, and her very long list of accomplishments is the APWA World Ladies Championship, the CWF Women's Championship, the Class Women's Title, uh, the ECWA Women's Title, the EWA Florida Heavyweight Title, the EWA Heavyweight Title, the Impact Knockouts Title, the AAA Reina de Reinas Championship, she is the current holder, the PCW Ultra Women's Title, the PWX Women's Title, the Remix Pro Wrestling Pro Fury Title, the Phoenix Rise Title, the Rise Member of the Year 2018, the longest women's wrestling match in the history of Mercedes Martinez 75 minutes. The Summer Tag Team Titles of Vanessa Craven, the WW Women's Title, the WOW Women's Title, Women's of Wrestling, the WSU Championship, the Wrestle Circus Lady of the Ring Title, the Wrestle Circus Sideshow Title, and the Zero Pro Women's Title. Tessa Blanchard is the best wrestler in the world, soon to be Impact World Champion, soon to be Impact X Division Champion. Love you, Tessa. Keep doing it, keep being amazing. And to all my wonderful fans, to all the wonderful people that's in my podcast and to all the wonderful people that actually support me, that keep supporting me. I love every single one of you. Be awesome.